So I want to start off this podcast by telling you all a story. So when I started getting into movies in my teenage years, I looked down on bad movies. Like, why would you want to watch Twilight? Why would you ever want to watch Olympus Has Fallen? Those movies are horrible. I was at that stage of being a film nerd, the the one we've all been at, except for one movie. And now keep in mind, I was a like 14-year-old boy. This was a movie that I knew was bad. I could predict the plot, but I didn't care. It was a movie about a high school where everyone fights each other in an underground MMA match featuring the best like mid to late 2000s alternative metal. And it was just right up my alley at the time. Now, after all of those years, does it hold up? We'll have to wait and see. But everybody, welcome to the Messed Up at Midnight podcast. As I'm your host, Max Steele. And as always, I'm joined by Michael Flaherty. Mike, what's up, man? Um. I you know what I just got I just got back from the gym. Uh, they were blasting a lot of Breaking Benjamin. Uh, I got my tap out shorts on. I got my uh, I got my 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 flat brim hat on, and I'm you know I'm ready to crush back some Coors Light and watch the X Games with you, bud. Really really <laughs> glad to be here, dude. We're gonna listen to some motherfucking STEM while watching oh some UFC some, wearing some cargo stave. shorts. <laughs> Hell yeah. Absolutely. Well, guys, this week we're talking about like that that little bit at the beginning. That that was all true. This was like my young high school guilty pleasure movie, but it wasn't really a guilty pleasure because, I mean, I was the market for this movie. And that is the 2008 mixed martial arts action karate kid ripoff that is never back down. Mike. What did you think of this movie? I'm curious. Degrassi with punching. That is what I thought of this movie. It's it's imagine if imagine high school drama, but in between you beat the shit out of each other. And you're like, okay, all right. It's 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 weird. It's weird. See, okay. I it feels like it feels like these the the movie that we covered last week, Mortal Kombat, in this one, it feels as if the script has been flipped from last week. See, last week, Mortal Kombat was a movie I watched when I was a teenager. Like, I absolutely loved it. It was ridiculous, it was terrible, and I knew it was terrible, but god damn it, was it cool watching watching like Scorpion rip his, rip off his face and like breathe fire. Yours it's interesting to see you just be like, yes, this this is my 14-year-old memory guilty pleasure. And I totally understand why. I totally get why. This makes so it's it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. I hate to rip the band-aid off, but neither is Mortal Kombat. So I don't feel nearly as bad. But you know what? For all of the for all of the stupidly cheesy dialogue, for all of the characters who are just 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 that that are just huffing and puffing like they're a teen wolf character it's it has you know it, it has its moments that make you laugh and make you enjoy it enjoy it so as much shit as i'm willing to give this movie and god damn it am i willing to give it a lot of shit i did genuinely enjoy it i did genuinely enjoy the movie yeah you can give this movie a lot of shit but now from my perspective i ask myself the question does it hold up 
and I'm here to t- unfortunately I'm here to tell you uh, because like okay on one hand we got some montages that are just fucking awesome that go to like the soundtracks of uh, false pretense and we get some like fucking the slam by Toby Mac and like headstrong by <laughs> trap like that style of montages and and like the music that accompanies the fight scenes as well the plot is ridiculous it's all like the schlocky straight to dvd mma action that you want but on the other hand watching this movie i was like this movie is long and when there's not like a training montage going on it really drags or like any cheesy dialogue whenever they try to like throw a plot in it i'm just like okay ready 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 to ready to move on to the next scene now yeah exactly that's that's i think that's a really good way of looking at it is this movie's montage is oh my god it's it's like it's like if a 15 year old from 2009 looked at the karate kid montage and went that's for wimps and babies i want something awesome and it's just like it's just like static X is blaring in the background as the same shit is going on. But, but the, and, and that is great. That is great. And it's in both a cheesy and a genuinely great sense. Mm-hmm. But I agree. The plot is flimsy as shit. And also the tonal shift to this B plot of his brother, who's just a tennis prodigy. I'm like, I'm like, this is, why is he here not to be mean not to show disrespect what does he do other than tennis like it's like i'm just confused a a bit of the time with the plot but yeah it's action scenes it's action scenes are goddamn impressive it's action scenes are genuinely good they're 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 really well done goddamn the plot goddamn the plot (laughs) Yeah, it's like, why did I tune in to never back down to watch tennis? I want to like if someone's gonna like involve tennis in this movie, I want to see his brother take the tennis racket and just beat a kid over the head with it. Yes. Oh my god, we watch a li- we watch two like eight year olds like fight with like tennis rackets, just beating the crap out of each other. That would be damn. That would be good. I'm down for that. Where's that one? But you know, it's not just the subplot with the brother. It's also there is a plot point about his dad and how he died and the relationship between him and his mom that takes up some screen time. And then the relationship between himself and um, his coach, you know, that relationship is important, but then we get like random conversations between the coach and his mother. And then there's also the bad guy. And then there's also the love interest. And then there's also his best friend. like, whereas like a movie like karate kid felt as if, it was like Karate Kid. I actually checked before we started recording. Karate Kid is over two hours long. Karate Kid feels like a much shorter movie than Never Back Down. And I really got to say, I think that's due to pacing and how like how many how many like things you're trying to cook in the kitchen. Like it felt like this mm-hmm. felt like Never Back mm-hmm. Down was trying to cook way too much in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. It feels yeah, it feels that Karate Kid zeroed in on two things pretty much. Daniel's relationship with Mr. Miyagi and Daniel's relationship with like being in his school 
in all of that. And you're like, oh, good. All right, cool. We're going to dive deep into these two relationships and how it all, how he handles it. And you're like, great, perfect, can do. This movie is like, okay, well, we got to have a lot of plot details. We can't, we can't leave this, uh, oh, we can't leave this plot detailed undiscovered. Let's go into that. And, you're, and it got to a certain point where I was just like, I don't know how to tell you all this. I could, as a viewer, I couldn't give a rat's ass if he does or does not go to his brother's tennis game. I I am not emotionally invested. I have not sat there and turned and went, well, how is he going to repair his relationship with his brother? Because I'm going to be honest, it seems good enough. I don't, as a viewer, I'm tuning into this to watch people beat the crap out of each other. I, no. And then the relationship between him and his coach, I'm like, all right, it's Mr. Miyagi thing. I'm like, yeah, sure, sure. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But then you get the mom and the coach, and I'm like, this is superfluous. This is so superfluous. I was like, we don't need this. <laughs> it's, it's, they added, they tried, they, they made sure no stone was left unturned. And mm-hmm. it was for the worse. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I don't really have too much behind the scenes stuff because I really want to jump right into talking about this movie. So, Mike, I'm going to jump into asking you the important question on this podcast, dude. Lord. Which is, if this movie were a drink, what would it be and why? All right. So, looking at this movie, this movie is. This movie caters to a very specific audience, i.e. 15 year olds. And the guys that that never left your hometown and still hang out at the bars they hung they they frequented in high school. So, as a result of that, this movie this movie feels like this movie feels like a whiskey. Not be, but granted, there's a lot of development to whiskey. There's a lot of depth to whiskey. We're going Jack Daniels. Uh, you could go with something like Jameson or. Or maybe even like an Evan Williams, but like I think Jack Daniels is best because the way I see it is the target audience for this doesn't know good whiskey and they don't really give a shit. They're there because it's whiskey. Who who cares? Tequila? Tequila? What am I? A girl? Vodka? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not from the Jersey Shore. Why would I want vodka? <laughs> Gin? I'm not 80. Whiskey. Only whiskey ever. Only whiskey. So just grab yourself some Jack Daniels. I want you to pour like two, pour, pour, pour three and a half ounces. Enough to oh where, God. enough to where, it's got to be to a point where you think an overconfident guy would stop. So pour in that much. Now, this movie has intensity. This movie genuinely is. By the end of by the end of it, the last the final fight between the protagonist and the antagonist, I was genuinely interested invested, not in the characters, but but the fights were the fights were high octane enough to where I was like, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm I'm here to watch him fight. So it's got to be an energy drink of some kind. So let's go for let's go for bang energy. Go for a go for a low sh- go for a zero sugar creatine bang energy. It could be it, it can be something like cotton candy. The flavor doesn't matter. Just bang energy. Fill in fill put a whole shitload of that in. Um, it's got to be enough to where like it just sort of 
it, it, it sort of takes over as the main flavor. Now, this movie has this attempt at a sort of a very sweet, very heartfelt plot between the protagonist and the main love interest who we'll get who we'll get into. <laughs> um, it's very sugary sweet, but it's not developed. There's no substance to it. It just feels like they just grabbed like sweetness and just injected it into it and went, there you go. Cool. We're done. All right. Perfect. And they just sort of wiped their hands of the whole situation. So I want you to go out and grab yourself a thing of Mio Zero Sugar Raspberry. That added color from the Mio Raspberry, that red, that'll get you that blood that comes out in this movie, which, you know, there's there there's some blood that comes out. Uh, so yeah, just grab that, hover that over your cocktail, just give it a two good squeezes. All right. But we have so many of these extra plots in the background that are confusing, that completely fuck up the energy of the entire drink. Because as of right now, we have pretty much set up this drink to be intense, badass, have a lot of these cool moments from start to finish. And you're like, yeah, but we have to account for all of these shitty, pl- shitty subplots that didn't need to be in the movie, that extend the movie's runtime unnecessarily, featuring characters that you kind of give a shit about when they're talking with the main character or the love interest. But like when they're just interacting with each other, it's so uninteresting and underdeveloped. And it's a complete left turn in terms of, in terms of tone. So let's just bust out something that completely doesn't make sense with the drink thus far. Let's throw in a fucking Bacardi Breezer from our Scooby-Doo days. Oh my God. Just grab a Bacardi Breezer, crack it open, oh my pour God. it in. Because you know what's hey, you know what? This movie added some confusing subplots. So why don't we add a confusing sort of subtaste to this drink? So put in, don't put in a lot of it. Obviously, you want the other stuff to be the main flavors, but put in like Let's say like an ounce, ounce and a half, you know, just, just something that's you make sure no, make sure you know it's there. OK, give that a stir. Pour it into a red solo cup, because, mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. this movie is for big, bad men, badass. It's cool. It's tough. It's it's got punching and and like it's got traded montages and, and new metal. So while you're drinking that. You got to make sure that uh, like some some good old fashioned cow core, put on some corn, put on some breaking Benjamin, some static X trapped, stained, like put on something that makes you go, oh, my God, what is it? 2007. Oh, Jesus. And I want you to throw on like the X games. It could be the current ones. It could be the ones from the 90s. Just put them on. And you know what? Down the hatch. That is that is my never back down cocktail. No, what you got to do is you got to put on a new metal remix of of Crank That by Soldier Boy. Oh god. Oh my god. That, that hurt my soul. That hurt my damn soul. You know, the first like half of your your drink and my drink are kind of similar with different ingredients and, and we'll get into that. I never thought that like we would 
bring the Bacardi Breezer full circle <laughs> with this movie. Hell yeah. It's like back, I didn't know I didn't know when it was gonna happen, but I, I absolutely was not expecting it with never back down. <laughs> and I wasn't expecting a subplot related to tennis. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Dude, I, I like it. I like it. You know, the, the inclusion yeah. of the X Games feels apt. And um, yeah, I fuck with it. So for my drink, this was an interesting one to come up with. Okay. Because like we said earlier, this has a lot of moving parts. We have MMA. We have 20-somethings trying to sell that they're in high school and drama. We have a family subplot with his brother. We have a family subplot with his dad. We have a love interest subplot. We have a coach that has his own life going on. And it all really feels poorly balanced around the central thing, the fighting. So I'm going to divide this drink up into a few parts. Part one. What I remembered about this movie was the fighting, the edge. You know, it was all it was like all the edge to like a young freshman high school Maxwell. And I like I really liked the energy. So the first thing I thought of for this movie wasn't actually a liquor. It was Red Bull. You know, high energy, jackass, jackass-esque, very, you know, chaotic, like we got the rivalries. We got the training montages. We have the soundtrack. We have our central character that sometimes likes fighting and sometimes doesn't, but that doesn't matter. So let's get some Red Bull. Let's say about six ounces. And what can we pair well with this? We can do a vodka, but that doesn't really fit. We can do a good whiskey, but that also doesn't really fit. So I'm going to say, go get yourself some fireball, a, a shot of fireball. Now take your shot. And take your Red Bull, Red Bull. Now drop that in, pour it back, because hell yeah, it's time for some fighting while listening to Face the Pain on repeat while you're going to the neighborhood <laughs> Denny's. So now you're hyped, you're ready to go. But that's not all. You know, if it was just that, you know, you and I would probably sit here saying like, hell yeah, let me let me and the boys get together to watch some UFC, listening to Rise Against and eat Doritos. But we're not going to be doing that. Part two. Go get yourself a lukewarm Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You know, our love interest's name is Baja. For our love story, it's there. It's fine. But it takes up a good chunk of this movie whenever there's no fighting going on. And, you know, take that and then pour yourself a shot of vodka. Drop that in. Also take that as a bomb for our basic bear love story. So, okay, we got our love story out of the way. I was like, okay, cool. Love story is done. Let's get weird. However. We still have a long backstory with our with our uh, main character's coach, and we're like, okay, well, fuck. Um, let's get some rum, maybe. I guess rum, rum and coke. Take take a shot of rum, drop it into some coke, and then chug that back. Sure, sure, okay, okay. So now we can go out to the bars. Except we got this subplot with his mom and his brother <laughs> playing tennis. I'm like, fuck. Um, you know, I'm beginning to run out of things. Uh, wine. Take take a shot of wine because, you know, wine, hey. wine moms and his brother plays tennis and tennis is fancy and wine is fancy. And we're like, OK, now I think we're done here. Let's go out and let's go hit the club, except pour yourself another uh, fire. Uh, you're another fireball Red Bull and get ready and get into bar fight and disrespect your surroundings. And yeah, that's my drink. <laughs> 
so many bombs. So many bombs. I really thought thought this movie, like, it needed to be a bomb of some kind. Oh, yeah. Bud, you, you, hey, you delivered. You delivered. You honestly did. It's, that is a lot of the. Oh, a lot of bombs. I do like the. I do like the listening to Rise Against and like eating Doritos, watching UFC with the Fireball and Red Bull, and then the the vodka, and then just the Baja Blast. It is just just all of these different bombs that just don't really mix in any capacity, and are this removed weird, lukewarm sort of nonsense. I love it. I really dig it. <laughs> You start strong and you end strong and really that's all you need. Exactly. Exactly. Who cares about the middle part? Who cares? All right, guys. Well, strap on your, was it four ounce? Strap on your fingerless gloves. Get ready to listen to some new metal and let's talk about never back down. So we start on this like fucking Nike commercial, like in a football game and it's raining. we got two football players that they start fighting. One's named Jake. They're yelling at each other. And Jake basically makes a huge tackle. And then this guy starts saying some shit about his dad. So Jake gets pissed. Helmets get thrown off. Fists are flying. Jake fucking back body drops the guy. The whole team starts throwing hands. It's a riot. It's like. A football game in Compton, like shit just gets wild. And then we cut to a locker room (laughs) where Jake is sitting. And, you know, a guy comes up to talk to him. And apparently Jake is moving to Orlando. He looks, you know, I didn't I didn't know they held him back, you know, so many times. This dude's like motherfucking 20. No, he's he's, moving. It's just him. It's just him and the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift guys. He's like, it's these obvious grown men who are like, hello, fellow teenagers. How do you do, fellow kids? It's it's also also what a lead in. What a fucking lead in. There's no rhyme or reason. It's just a warm up of of watch two football players. Watch one insult a dad's tragic death. And then everyone on the team beats the shit out of each other you're like oh my god it's they're so and and then they go so i can handle moving to orlando i'm like did he get thrown out did he get expelled what why is he going to orlando it's worse than you think guys tennis oh no it's him and it's him and uh what's it roger federer or whatever so okay so we go back to jake's house and Jake comes home from the football game and the mom's like the coach called you got into another fight. And she's just like, not again. So they argue. It turns out Jake won't be playing football at his new school. Okay. What's he going to do? So the next day, uh, Jake is packing up uh, some stuff in a box and uh, he finds this old and Jake finds this old box and it's filled with some old stuff that used to be his dad's. You know, we get some angsty uh, music starting to play. Jake writes useless crap on the box. And then we cut to a montage of them driving to Orlando. It's so edgy. It's just like, it's so obviously the movie, the movie's already just propped up the dead dad thing as the chief driver so far. And then it just, just the, the dad's clothes pops out and then he just writes useless crap on it. (laughs) 
I'm, I'm just left here going like, we like, what the hell are we doing? What the hell are we doing right now? What is, what is he, Sasuke? Why is he, why is he so, why is he so angsty? <laughs> I'm just expecting like, like fucking uh, Chad Kroger from Nickelback to come around the corner and just be like, never better than I was, man. And this oh, yeah, is, exactly. you remind me you're of how I I'll you say sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you just see him holding up, He's it's just Chad Kroger just leans out from the back corner and he's holding a photograph of Jake and his dad. And he's just like, look at this photograph. <laughs> So after we like fucking speed run from Iowa to Orlando, which by the way, okay, a fucking a fucking step up or like seven, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a couple things. One, the mod, a lot of montages, and this is the first montage we get where it's a a road trip montage from Iowa to Orlando, which I agree. I agree. You. The mom is entering a different tax bracket when she moved to Orlando. Like it's this this little kid who's apparently like the main reason they're going to Orlando is like he is like setting he is set up to make bank or some shit because they are like going down to Orlando away from Iowa. Like hell yeah, <laughs> and you know like all high schools in Florida, Jake goes to his. Which is like I don't, which is fu- like the fucking same high school from Bratz, just fucking <laughs> massive and I, really nice. And like, I mean, what what the fuck day, else do you want me to say? Is this how the other side what? lives? Is this it, dude? Is this how the other side lives? Every time I fucking watch one of these goddamn movies, I just think to myself, I was like, these mother, is this how all these motherfuckers go to school? I'm like, God damn, these people are living the dream. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, we're, we're over here just looking at our like rundown school and just going like, well, damn, <laughs> like, what did you do? <laughs> You're like, these people are living the high school musical dream. <laughs> So then Jake, he goes to eat out at the football field by himself. And as he's getting ready to leave, he comes across a street fight that he goes in and he interrupts. He's like, hey, what, you know, stop it. What the fuck is going on? He goes in and he's able to defend this poor guy who, by the way, it's motherfucking Evan Peters. <laughs> who would have expected I, him to be in this movie? I fucking what? I did not understand at all. I just looked and I saw everybody was like, sort of a fucking bitch. Is that, is that Jeffrey Dahmer? Like, I'm like, Listen, shit, you, you, all right. Won't talk about violence. He's probably about the most violent one in this movie. That is, <laughs> oh my God. Maybe, maybe not, maybe yeah. not, maybe not. I was like, I was like, we could, I was like, I was like, there are a few other people who are just like psycho, psychotic. But yeah, he's, well, Damn. Well, actually, well, actually, like I think, I think here's someone who could be very, um, who some people could say is a little bit, you know, not well in the head. And uh, this person actually appears in the next scene. So uh, Jake is in class and he's zoning out when he looks over his shoulder, and you know, you want to talk about like Evan Peters appearing. This person appearing made me feel like I stepped on a bee. This person appearing in this movie made me feel like <laughs> someone like just took a dump in my bed. <laughs> so yeah, Amber Heard uh is in his class and um yeah, what and her name is Baja. 
it's it's the okay it's the equivalent of you sitting there going like all right i'm gonna like make myself a good like steak dinner or something like that and like you're like okay cool and you like you like pull out all the ingredients everything's going okay there's some surprising stuff you have in the fridge that you're like oh okay that'll work and then like (laughs) you just turn and go Oh, well, now time to pull out the green beans for the veggies. And then you just pull it out and the green beans are rotted. And you're like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> that's 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 how I felt when when Amber Heard, when I saw Amber Heard was there. So I was like, God oh, damn it. OK, all right. <laughs> so Jake answers the question correctly and Amber Heard roasts him for being smart. So outside, you know, <laughs> they have, you know, cute that that meat cutesy dialogue. And so, yeah, they have uh, they have fucking conversation and then amber heard's friends come by roast jake and then they leave so now we're back dude, in his mom's what is dude everyone just sits there and like this dude this dude minds his own motherfucking business he is trying to do his best to you know not get in anyone's way st- not step on any toes and everyone is just at every fucking opportunity they're like look at this motherfucker in the corner and he's like god damn it I'm like, really? Really? There's there, he's the only dude available to get picked on? Like, god damn. Yeah, I mean, we have like a fully fledged Evan Peters here that everyone could be making fun of, but no, let's make fun of just the tall, jacked football football player that can yeah, beat someone's ass. I was like, I was like, I don't want to sit there and like pick out the movie for its inaccuracies, but I'm like, I feel like people would be poking at Evan Peters a wee bit more than Jake. Like, it's, it's a lot. So even back at the school, Evan Peters, like, he goes to sit down with Jake. And Evan's like, he he knows a lot about him, like, almost to an, like, you know, stalkerish degree, which is something I'm sure Amber Heard could tell Evan Peters a lot about. So uh, Evan knows a lot about Jake. And, he, you know, he saw the clip of Jake fighting on the field and, you know, says it's gone viral. And Evan Peters is, like, you know, so excited that Jake is here. But and then we get some exposition. The fighting that Jake saw was sanctioned. But Evan Peters is getting trained by this guy, John Roke. And he even pulls out, you know, his cool video camera to show, show Jake some footage that he got. And Jake is like, you know what? Cool. I'm not interested. Then, then you know, Jake starts walking away. And then we get another montage where Jake is literally just walking through the school while Anthem of the Underdog is playing. And people are like looking at it's- their flip phones, watching the video of Jake beating the shit out of a bunch of football players in Iowa. It's, so it's, it's such a weird montage. I guess it's supposed to do the notoriety thing. But like it felt like such an unnecessary addition. Because it's just like. It's just, it's just such a weird scene. It's such a weird scene. It could have. Just been Evan Peters going like, oh, yeah, you're getting known around the school. And then it has a pan to a bunch of people who are like looking over at Jake while they're talking. Mm-hmm. And that would be enough. But this movie's not not satisfied They They just got to look at you and go, no, he is the talk of the school. And you're like, all right, it's message received. This is what this is what I was talking about. Where like you could cut stuff from this movie this like montage again could have just been like people walking by and like looking at their phones looking over at jake and have like that be like message received we got it he's a badass yeah it's it's so weird it's so weird and not necessary so as jake is you know leaving for this for his like what second or third day at school uh he gets offered a ride by amber heard and her friends but she actually invites him to this party 
And, you know, Jake is like, uh, yeah, I'll go if you're going to be there. So Jake goes to his apartment, gets ready, and then, you know, rides the bus over to this mansion. And who, whose fucking parents is this guy? Is like this, like the long lost son of the principal from Bratz? Because Jesus Christ, this mansion is massive. Holy shit. The dad, the dad is like the dad's like a cousin of like the of like the principal and brats. Because yeah, no, it's not. It's not like he's like, oh, he's got a house with a second story. It's like he's got a fucking mansion. You're like, oh shit! I would have assumed real estate in Orlando would have been a wee bit more expensive than this. Because goddamn, he's got to be near fucking loaded. Like what? I I I just want to know what his dad does. We we actually see this guy later in the movie, and I'm like, you probably won't be working for much longer with the way yeah, that you're exactly, acting. Exactly, exactly. It's 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 yeah, exactly. He shows up, and you kind of do have to look and go like, oh, it's a shame we're not going to see you ever again in these movies, huh? <laughs> so Jake runs into Evan Peters, and they walk through this party. That has drinking, dancing, women kissing in a bathtub that Evan Peters films, which which that's illegal, by the way. That's that's a crime. That is a crime. So at the center of this party is Ryan. Evan Peters says what's up to him. And, you know, Ryan and Jake, they officially meet. And, you know, Ryan and Jake, they bond over like their Iowa State facts of wrestling. And they go outside. Ryan's like, you know, this is this is what you're actually really here to see. My Chemical Romance is right over there playing Teenagers Scare the Living Shit Out of Me. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's not them. So the real action is Lakeside, where there's a fight club going on. And it's like people like surrounding like two people just throwing hands. It's like mixed genders, exes fighting. It's like an E for everyone situation going on. It is a, dude, it is a, dude, it is a buy one, get one free, these hands today only like levels of like fighting it is they literally make an effort to go like doesn't matter who it is you got a problem you duke it out and it's just everyone's just beating the brakes off of each other it is so weird it's 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 just also also quick sideline that is such a weird thing to like have an organized like thing at a school you have You'll obviously have those like edgy guys who will just be like, who just be like, yeah, fight club. Yeah, that'd be super cool. But like (laughs) to have an organized thing occur consistently Mm -hmm. like that is so insane in this already like ridiculous ass party is just. Yeah. Yeah. In this school of like. I don't know it's a big high school let's assume there's like 2,000 well over two actually we'll say 3,000 people there it's a pretty big high school and all of them are just like fuck yeah fighting I'm like what part of Orlando <laughs> is this in just like that this weird is, rich people part of Orlando where like they hunt people for sport or like this, what? Is, this is the most dangerous game the most everyone's like oh the most dangerous game it takes place over on an island we're like no 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 that island that he was talking about it's orlando it's oh, shit <laughs> it's just a bunch of just a multi-millionaires who are just like yeah let's just fighting fighting each other yeah that's the that's the drive so then jake sees that amber heard entered the party but then ryan asks like hey are you ready jake's like for what 
And Ryan says, the main event. It's me versus you. This gets the attention of the whole party. And Jake at first is like, you know, I don't want to fight. Like, I don't want to be the best. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to fight anybody. And Ryan is just like, if you, you don't want to fight, what the hell are you doing here? And Jake looks at Amber Heard. Ryan, like, you know, he puts two and two together. So Ryan, you know, fucking kisses Amber Heard right in front of Jake. And we're like, yikes, this shit is awkward. Yeah. Mm. That's a tough one. That's a tough mm. one. You know, mm. sitting there just being like, being like, hey, I'm not here to fight. And he's just like, oh, well, the other reason he goes, ha, fuck you. Just, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> he's he just sitting there as he's like, he's like, he, I just like the idea of like, he's kissing Amber Heard. He's got one eye open facing towards Jake and he's like flicking him off as it's happening. <laughs> Dude, just total douchebaggery going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Jake is trying to walk out of the party, but people are preventing him from leaving. And Ryan's like trying to talk some some sense into him. It's like, you know, that stuff I heard about you isn't true. Not even your drunk dad wrapping his car around a tree. And, you know, he's trying to like, you know, poke the bear, poke the bear. Amber Heard's trying to like walks away from this. But Jake is like, you know what? Fuck you. Talk shit about my dead dad. My dead dad. Get ready to catch these hands. So the fight starts. They throw hands. Jake's fights with a bunch of aggression. But Ryan is much more technical. And uh, and Ryan just like. You know you're getting your ass whooped when the guy you're fighting offers you like pointers on how to fight like during that's, the middle of it and then just oh. fucking just kicks you in the like just fucking Muay Thai leg kicks you it it's, like and it's just fucking it's tough. It's tough. See, it's like see uh, see there's so many things I have to say about this whole thing leading out to it and it's this is of course coming from the perspective of someone who's a grown man now. It was like granted t- dude teenager brain makes you go like oh that thing that was said that was bad well all right hands are getting thrown it's it's not there's no like there's no like no you fucking idiot i'm not gonna fight you that's dumb like there's none of that brain going on so he's just so i get the unga bunga brain that makes him go like no fight now but it is a certain point in the fight where you go oh you're kicking not only are you kicking my ass you're also humiliating me by telling me what I'm doing incorrectly and what I should be doing. That's at that point where you sit there, put your hand up and just quietly tap on the ground twice and go, all right, fine, fine. You win. Congrats. You're the winner. You're better than me. Good. We can we move on now. So long story short, this this fight like it ends with uh, Ryan kicking a down Jake in the head, which, you know, would get him disqualified in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Yes. Except it actually doesn't keep Jake down. He's still here to fight. Ryan, like, you know, he rushes in and still gets some strikes in, just fucking knocks his ass out. And then Evan Peter, and then like, anyway, Ryan wins. Jake loses. Evan Peters, who's filming, is like, you know, stay down, live to fight another day. But he doesn't quit because we get it's more so fighting. Stupid. Jake gets out, like, I'm not done yet. And it, then, the, then, the, then the fight finally ends with Ryan delivering like a 360 degree roundhouse kick to Jake's head fucking knocking his ass out it's so, he yeah he connects and just it's fucking lights out <laughs> so we like you know get flashes of people evan peters taking him away from this party dropping him on the ground you know gets back up to his apartment somehow and okay next day you know um jake's brother charlie goes to wake him up and he's like whoa what happened and jake is just like please for the love of god don't tell mom so we get more angsty music i don't fucking know it's someday by flip side 
and like oh i thought it was, I, I thought we were gonna make a joke it was gonna be like animal i have become or some shit like that <laughs> no i got the soundtrack up man i'm telling i'm telling you all the facts. hell yeah hell yeah who needs who needs movie trivia when we have kyle core <laughs> getting that on a t-shirt so at school <laughs> we see amber heard and her friends talking shit about jake but back with jake he's getting like flashbacks with his father so you know he throws stuff across the room and angst you know which hurts because he got his ass beat. Then we go, okay. So back at um, back at home, Charlie, you know, makes Jake some food, and you know, and he as he's practicing tennis in the living room. But then we get a knock on the door. Evan Peters stops by to see Jake, and Jake is like, <laughs> "What the fuck do you want?" Evan Peters is like, "Listen, there wasn't a lot you could do fighting Ryan, but you know, you had heart, and that's what's important." And Jake, and like you know. He, Evan Peters pulls out a DVD and Jake is like, listen, I don't want to see any UFC stuff. I'm just not into it. But Evan Peters, you know, he's like, you can come train with me with Jean Roque. You can achieve greatness. I, I like it's like it's I like he's sitting there just being just like it's like trying it's, it's like he's trying to get his friend to like try like crack or something he's like he's like one step man one step it's gonna be a crazy ass ride dude and he's like I'm good I'm good I don't really want to do that he goes you're lost dude it's insane it's awesome Jonah Hill from a wolf of wall street just comes around the corner you want to come smoke this crack with me guys oh my god it's just he's in there goes he goes let's talk about my cousin wife <laughs> so evan so like i said he extends the invitation evan peters good quote nobody can get their ass beat like that and not care jake is like well i can then evan peters <laughs> fucking leaves while jake looks at the dvd you know with a little twist of the arm we go outside to jean roque's combat club as jake arrives sees evan it's, peters you know, he's here to check out the academy it's like it's nothing it's nothing he goes back on everything he says he's like well, the guy's like you guys like guys like i don't do that i'm better than this and then he looks at the dvd for like 10 seconds and goes i'm not better than this and then he just gets up and leaves and you're like god damn it man you can't stick to your guns at all well yeah and it's like he goes back and forth between wanting to fight and not wanting to fight like so fucking much it's yeah, insane it, it feels like he's it, it doesn't I, I know the movie's like no he's conflicted but it feels like he's it, it feel like it feels like he's just flip-flopping like not like conflicted but he's just flip-flopping between what he does and doesn't want to do so we see that jean roque is training some guys you know Jake, you know, he he's he's in unfamiliar waters. So Evan Peters introduces him and uh, John Rourke spot, spouts some like philosophical stuff. And he's like, you could start the beginner class with uh, Evan Peters tomorrow. But Jake is like, well, why not now? I'm already here. And, he, and John Rourke is just like, this is the advanced class. And Jake's like, no, but I'm a quick learner. You don't understand. John Rourke <laughs> is like, oh, OK. And then they start training. to, the, And then, you know, he uh, Jake humps. Uh, sorry humps jumps into the circuit <laughs> I just he just sits there it's been a long day, guys and he just starts humping a wall and he's like I'm, I'm a quick learner i'm a quick learner coach i swear <laughs> and he just he, i just like the idea of like he's like he just starts humping, like he gets like the cops get called and he's just like humping as he's getting pulled in the car he's like i'm a quick learner <laughs> so they jump in they jump in to the sounds of wolf humping? Hump, uh, words are hard today Really, it's been a long day. So he jumps in to the sa- uh, to start training to the sounds of Wolf Like Me by TV on the radio. And Jake oh, doesn't yeah. get any dis- uh, any instructions, but he just fucking figures it out. And, you know, he like he, he's OK. He's able to figure it out. 
until he finds out this was just the warm up. And then he gets partnered up with some smaller guy who's like, oh, he's like, huh, I got 20 pounds on this guy. And then gets fucking wrecked like the first time you ever tried jujitsu when you're getting like fucking rear naked choked by a guy who's like five, seven and weighs like 50 pounds lighter than you. It's it, that's always that's always the that's always the humbling moment is when you go into a go into a martial art brand new. And like you look at someone and you're just like, oh, my God, I beat them in X like statistic. You're like. I'm normally I'm fine. I'm totally great at this. And then they just like just beat your ass to the ground. And you're like, okay, all right, all right, all right. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. So he gets so Jay gets his ass beat, but he doesn't tap out. You know, he does have heart. And the training just kind of fucking ends. And you know, he's like, okay, genre. You know, he's, he likes the kids. So he's like, I have one rule: no fighting outside the gym, or you're out. Be here at six o'clock. So Evan Peters and Jake, they go outside, you know, Evan Peters is hype. Jake starts walking off and Evan Peters offers him a ride in a nice car. So he drives a fucking Mustang. Everybody in this town is rich. It's dude. It's weird. It's fucking weird. Like, I guess it tracks with like what, like all that we've seen so far. But I'm still I don't know. I'm still surprised. I'm like, I'm like, there's not one broke motherfucker that goes to this school. Everyone here. Yeah, yeah, no, no. There is a broke motherfucker. His name is Jake. That is true. Dude, dude, dude. It's everyone is rich except for Jake. That's why they bully him. It's one of those schools. (laughs) Oh, it's one of the most more morally depressing schools. So back at the apartment, Charlie answers the door and it's Amber Heard. So, you know, Jake, like, you know, she goes to see Jake and, you know, they have more of that meet cutesy dialogue. Jake is like, you set me up so your boyfriend could kick my ass in front of the school. And then she and then Amber Heard does that thing where she's like, I'm sorry. They have conflict. She's like, you don't know what it's like. Jake's like, am I supposed to feel sorry for you? And then fucking Amber Heard leaves. And then she but before she leaves, but before she leaves, she goes and takes a dump on his bed and cuts off the tip of his finger. (laughs) Was that was that a thing? Was that a thing or am I just making that up? I I don't know, man. All all I remember hearing from the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing was was and I quote what was from what it was from. I forget what it was from, but it was some like news source or some some lawyer or something was just like was just like they're both nuts. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. That's about all you need to know. So the next day at the combat club, Jake arrives early and he's the first one to arrive. And John Roke is like, okay, word. And Jake pays him up front. You know, he's like, I'm here. I'm here to train. I'm ready to go. But Jake also sees a mattress and a box fan. And he's like, does, does John Roke just live at the gym? But he doesn't answer because that's none of his business. So Jake starts hitting that's a heavy bag. True. And John Roke is like, hey, add a round kick. It's mixed martial arts. And he spouts like, you know, more of that advice, like breathe, don't panic. And Jake is like, I am breathing. This bag is a ton. Well, he's just like, you know, pinching his lips. Yeah, yeah, exactly. His face is beat red and you see a vein pop out from his forehead. He's like, I'm breathing. So then John Roke throws a combo like jab, cross, hook, round kick that fucking sends the bag flying down like this fucking track that it's on. And he's like, see, it's just that easy. So Jake, so John Roke is just like, listen, it's not just you. Everyone has their fight. So Jake starts throwing some kicks and okay, it's beginning to move a little bit more. And we get another montage with under the knife by rise against. And, you know, God damn, we got Jake running. We got Jake punching, kicking, 
Ryan is being a douche outside of a restaurant while Amber Heard feels bad. Charlie does tennis. Jake stays late. Mom cleans apartment. Evan Peters fucking dies working out. Jean Roque slams a guy. Jake double leg takedowns a guy and flips some tires. It's it's just again, again, it's so hype though. It's so it, it is it is very hype. Admittedly, it is very hype. They they managed to hit the same energy that the Karate Kid did, where it was just where it just managed to make you feel amped about it, even though it did, even though there were so many parts of it that just. So even though it it did make me roll my eyes, I was still like, damn, I'm still into it, though. (laughs) You see, the Karate Kid hype is a little bit different from the Never Back Down hype. Karate Kid hype makes me watch it and be like, okay, I need to better myself. I need to, you know, go out there and, you know, organize my living room, (laughs) you know, do the deal. Like I need to like do stuff for my soul and to make myself the best possible version of myself. Never back down makes me want to just sprint through the woods, punch trees, and then like fight the nearest animal I can see. Exactly. I I understand that. I understand that. Which one of those is really doing me good in the long run? What is is hopeful? Like, I can do that too if I put my mind to it. And the other is, I'm so fucking amped. I want to fight a raccoon in the woods. And you're like, one's one's just going to get you hurt. Yeah, man, those dishes, you know, <laughs> dude, 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 me, me filing my W2s. I'm just like, damn, this is a workout. So after this montage, Jake returns home and his mom is there. Apparently, Charlie had a match today and, you know, Jake gets invited to the match. The mom is like, you know, hey, I've noticed you're you're missing some money from your bank account. What's up with that? Jake doesn't tell her. But then she she asks what's in the bag. And she opens it to see a bunch of MMA stuff. And she's like, okay, no more. Which, you know, she goes, you're using again, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm using these hands. <laughs> oh, my God. She treats it like she just found meth. Like, I would have thought, like, as a like, like, if I was in the mom's shoes, just like looking at like, like my kid who's been doing nothing but getting into fucking fights, I would have been like, oh, great. Like, you're finding a way to not get into fights or get into fights in a way that's relatively healthy. Dope. Instead, she's like, you're you're using. I'm like, what? So, okay, now we're back at the school. Jake's in class and he gets partnered up with Amber Heard and some other guy. So, like, okay, that's a writing assignment. So this other guy, this third wheel is like, okay, well, what do you guys want to write about? Amber Heard's like betrayal. Jake is like treachery. And then they just like say a bunch of words and Amber Heard blames Jake, you know, for all the problems. Like I'm sure she's done a thousand times. Then Jake, like he gets up to go walk away, leaving Amber Heard and this other guy alone. Then Amber Heard leaves. And this guy's like, yo, I'm just trying to write my paper so I can spend my summer on my dad's yacht. Like, and y'all are just making that really difficult. <laughs> he's he, he's like he's like I swear to God I am going to if I'm going to have to spend a uh, like a summer in Cozumel instead of Cabo San Lucas I'm going to lose it. <laughs> so outside in the parking lot we get a scene between Amber Heard and Ryan you know the guy who kissed her they're you know they're together remember so she's mm-hmm. like you know we need to talk and Amber Heard's like you know your fight with Jake was horrible you said you were going to spar with him like we're done. And Ryan's like, because I gave some random kid a beating. And Amber Heard's like, the only time you're happy is when you're hurting people. Isn't that funny, Amber Heard? 
You're like, you're like, you're like, you say she's sitting there. It's, it's like at this point, I, you could have just had her look at the camera and make a weird face and have the Seinfeld like base, base lick. <laughs> and just, and it's like, it's just such irony that you're just like, you're like, oh my God. You're like, this couldn't have been painted even better. Like, good I mean, Lord. I mean, dude, at this point, like with Amber Heard being in this movie, the jokes, they just kind of write themselves. Like, I don't it's have just, to do any work. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's anytime Amber Heard's in a scene, like, we, the two of us can be like, oh, cool, we can take a mental vacation. <laughs> like, oh, it's just Amber Heard bad. All right, everybody, I'll see you next week. So Ryan is like, you know, without me, you, you were nothing. You can't go back to that. And Amber Heard starts walking away. Ryan's trying to stop her. Jake sees this and intervenes. Ryan and you know Ryan roasts this guy as dead dad again. So we go to the gym. Ryan, uh, Jake's being aggressive with his opponents. You know he's fighting angry, and Jake then starts attacking Jean Roque. You know he's just throwing hands with everybody who's in sight. And Jean Roque is like, "Listen, go cool off. I'm kicking you out of the gym. Tomorrow's another day." Jake is like, "At least I have a home." And Jean Roque is like, <laughs> "Love of God, get out of here before I actually murder you." Dude, it's so, literally he does the douchey like he does the douchey fighting thing where he just goes way too hard and beats the crap out of his out of his sparring partners. And mm-hmm. the, like instructor's like, what's your problem? He goes, you're homeless. And the instructor's like, all right, dick move. Why don't you go home, asshole? <laughs> so uh, then they leave to go in Evan Peters car. You know, they start driving off. You know, he's Evan Peters checking on Jake like a true bro. So Jake has flashbacks of his dad, but a car comes up behind him that just starts laying on the horn. And then Jake is like, this is the wrong fucking time. So he <laughs> exits the car. Keep in mind, a high school kid exits the car and these four like guys like, you know, big dudes come out and Jake just starts beating the shit out of all of them. You know, one after one of them calls Jake the F word 2000s the early, the early to mid 2000s and Jake you know beats they ass including doing a motherfucking double leg takedown on concrete he's, which God couldn't have felt good he, he just oh my god yeah he sits there and like like one of the guys uses the F slayer and then and then it's like it's like he got a like a Mario star he just starts beating their asses into the ground like he does he does all these kicks and the takedowns and you see Evan Peters instead of going oh my god no you know John wrote what John Roke said that you're fucking kicked out if you get into fights he's like all right, YouTube is going to love this. And I'm like, all right, this is, you're a weird friend. You're a weird friend. You know that? Going to put this shit on World Star. Yeah, literally. He's, dude, Evan Peters' character is literally two steps away from just shouting World Star at every fight, every single fight. He was that kid you knew in high school that really just wanted to go viral. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. care. He really oh my just God. was trying to get a viral video. He goes, he goes, what's up, everybody? Time to, time. <laughs> He's like pulling, pulling really mean spirited pranks on people that are just cruel. <laughs> okay, but, but now that clip goes viral and people are talking about Jake at school again. So let me cut to some like beach side pool place. I don't fucking know. Evan Peters and Jake are hanging out while Ryan and his group hang out at another table. So Jake runs into Amber Heard and, you know, she tries to talk to him and Ryan sees this. And Jake is like, yo, why do you care what I'm doing? Amber Heard walks away. They had a conversation. 
Ryan sees this and he's just stewing. So Jake goes to enter this bathroom and Ryan corners him. Ryan throws his hands in the bathroom, takes Jake down, and then tells Jake about the beatdown and issues a challenge for a fight at the beatdown. <laughs> it, it's so, it's, okay, it's literally, all right, I, I found a better one. Instead of Degrassi, but fighting, it's Step Up, but fighting. Literally, quite literally, it's I think Step just, Up 2 came out the same year as this movie. No shit, no it's shit. literally the same plot. Just it one is underground is. fighting and one is underground dancing. <laughs> it's, it's you have you have you have good timeline never back down and bad timeline never back down. Good timeline is step up and bad timeline is never back down. <laughs> so out of the parking lot, Evan Peters stops Jake and like you know Jake is like okay listen what's the beat down? Send so at another big house. Evan Peters shows Jake, you know, clips of the beatdown. It's a fight club style event where people surround a mat on the ground and people just fight. And Jake is like, okay, when is it? And Evan Peters is like, well, sometime next month. We get a text message at the very last minute. And then, by the way, the scene like is basically over. But I love this line. Jake looks around at just this nice fucking house that he's in. And he's just like, do all y'all live in nice houses like this? And Evan Peters like, oh, this is my guest house. <laughs> and just funny. fucking moves on. But I'm like, all right, you Dude, explained it. I was like, hey, the, you know what? Hats off to the movie. The movie. The, the, see what you will about the movie. At least it makes sure that all of the questions get answered to some capacity. Are the answers satisfactory? 90% of the time, they're not. But like... You know what? Hats off to them. They're given answers. You know, they don't really even answer. They're just like, oh, this is my guest house. Not like a. They acknowledge it. They acknowledge it. They didn't even answer it. Not like a, oh, yeah, my dad, my dad works as the uh, CFO for a a very large uh, pool company up here. And I'll just like, it's none of that. It's just like, oh, yeah, I know. He's yeah. Yeah. We're rich. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. All right. Just a bunch of privileged assholes, huh? So back at the gym, Jake arrives and he puts on his glove and Jean Roque sees this and he's like, no, you out. You fought outside of the gym. You don't train here anymore. And Jake is like, well, fine. And fucking I love leaves. that. I love that. Like a pouty teenager. He goes, well, how dare you stick to your word? <laughs> and he's like, I don't need you anyways. So back at his apartment, we see that Charlie, his brother, got a black eye. And mom is like, what the fuck happened? Jake, this is your fault. This is why he was fighting. <laughs> and, you know, mom is yelling at Jake and then just fucking starts breaking shit, like taking plates and throwing them against I, the wall. It's such a... It, <laughs> the mom is unhinged in this scene. The mom is like, you're going... He did this to be like you. He idolizes you. And you're like, okay, all right, all right. Classic, like, classes like, this is your fault because you fight and he idolizes you and wants to replicate you're like all right yeah 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 good enough and then she grabs a plate slams against the wall and goes oh, i want to be mad and break things too and i was like whoa all right <laughs> this got this got weird this kind this got a weird energy really fast and then she even tells charlie the tennis kid and goes yeah break break a plate and, and charlie's like all right my favorite thing is the eight-year-old is like are we are we sure? And the, and the mom's like, yeah, bring a plate. Who cares? And he's like, okay. And he like smashes a plate and keeps moving. Yeah. Fuck. Charlie's going to grow up with some issues being a, being a professional athlete and being like, oh yeah, my brother like fucking fought six men in one night. 
it's just it's so this kid is this kid is gonna be so fucked up he's gonna be like yeah you know dad died when i was super young mom just like just would just broke mentally one day <laughs> she just snapped and started breaking all this breaking all the plateware and then my brother just beat the crap out of six guys in a single day <laughs> so then yeah bonding cool so mom leaves charlie's like it wasn't a fight he took his eye off the ball and he thought it sounded cooler if he got into a fight which you know eh whatever so then Jake tries to go train, but then again gets turned away from the gym and he sits in Evan Peters car and they do like some fucking ghost recon, like fucking Las Ant Las Vegas edition where they just sit in the car and just eat some Ugh. food while sitting out of the gym it's waiting for John to leave. It's a fucking stakeout. Yeah, they're just sitting in like this Mustang, just shoveling food in their mouth, going, she's gotta leave sometime. Like it's a stakeout. Like, like it's like like they're in like they're in freaking like chips or some shit or it's like Serpico. Like they're just sitting there going, he's gonna come out eventually. So um eventually uh, Jean Roque does leave. But then we cut to some fucking uh, Publix and Evan and like you know, they run into you know, Evan Peters and Jake run into Jean Roque, and Jake walks up and is like, Okay, listen, I know this is crazy. As like as like you know, Jean Roque is just like I don't know, looking at some mangoes or some shit, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" I love it. I love it. This is the most. This is like this is like a very like demented say anything moment, like the movie say anything when John Cusack holds a stereo outside of the girl's window. This is like that, but if it was very poorly thought out and just weird, not helpful, not kind, not not, not like heartwarming, just weird because he just shows up goes i'm sorry and john brooks like um i'm here to get cauliflower and he's just, he's like he's like here's my life story and he just he just trauma dumps on john Roke. like he trauma dumps on john Roke. listen like i mean jake fucking goes like he says i have every intention of fighting outside the gym i lied i want to beat the guy up who beat me up i lied because i'm angry i just had to say no and i blew it that's all i need to do my dad and then just fucking goes on and on and on and you know i've been letting everyone down my home is at the gym training with you and jean roque is like if you, okay listen if you come back to training with me can you just fucking go away like for right now i'm trying to check out if you be at the gym tomorrow like just please leave like, me alone right like, now. He's like you're you're scaring the cashier. All right, I can't I can't check out because you're because you're trauma dumping to me in front of the cashier. All right, it's very weird. We'll talk about this tomorrow. Please go away. And you want to know how we bounce back from just unnecessary trauma dumping? We cut to another fucking montage. This time, yeah, exactly pretense by red jumpsuit apparatus. <laughs> It's what's hey, let's what's better? What's what's a, what's the best way to deal with your emotions? Is it is it a sort of sitting with them, understanding them and processing them? Or is it B stuffing them down, not addressing them and, and engaging in a training montage? And we all know the answer. It's B. So we get a training montage. It's Jake throwing cinder blocks. It's sparring, stretching, doing push-ups and sit-ups, throwing more cinder blocks, eating raw eggs, more stretching, throwing high kicks, doing push-ups with his brother on his back, 
throwing a cinder block even farther, climbing ladders so- the wrong way, getting punched in the stomach, punching a man in the stomach, triangle choking fools, throwing hard round kicks, and finally sprinting down a beachside uh, sidewalk. I just, he throws cinder blocks several times. It's very, very odd that that was the one that they focused on, but you know, all right. I mean, why is he throwing cinder? Why, why is he doing MMA? He could probably get a scholarship for shot put. Yeah, exactly. It's like, if he's throwing a cinder block that far, I'm like, shit, bud. Don't want to be, don't want to be an asshole, but I think he got the wrong sport. So now on this like beachside sidewalk, Jake finally asks about Jean Roque's family. And now Jean Roque starts starts trauma dumping because, you know, his father oh moved from single to Brazil. His brother wasn't his brother. Joseph was an amazing fighter. But this guy mouthed off to Joseph and Joseph beat his ass. But this guy returned 10 minutes later and shot Joseph in the head. It's so. Yeah, and it's like it's just <laughs> trauma. I like that. I like that. John Roke just heard this teenager trauma dump and he goes all right cool floodgates open let's now i'd get to trauma dump if i need to and it comes up and he goes Ahem. allow me to tell you my story about my brother who got shot in the head <laughs> you're like oh what <laughs> so after this we get a couple of quick scenes back at the gym jean roke and jake spar and you know he does the coaching thing and this is going to be important for the final fight scene jean roke says change position in any fight, you can change your position. You just have to find a way. But then we go back to the apartment. Jake arrives to see a note. Charlie is at a tennis tournament. Then we cut to that tennis tournament. Jake arrives, sits with his mom, yells at Charlie, just encouraging words. So, you know, mom and Jake, they make up a little bit. And then we cut to some ritzy coffee bar where Jake runs into Amber Heard. You know, they they talk outside. Amber Heard's doing that toxic girl behavior. Jake apologizes. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a different me. I swear to God. I'm not I'm not asking for forgiveness. I'm asking for a second chance. I was drunk when I did that. <laughs> oh, my God. So Jake apologizes. He, you know, he, he chose to fight. She tried to apologize. and He acted like an asshole. And like, you know, they go in for a kiss, you know, and yeah, it's all looking good. So back at the gym now, Jean Roque is packing up some stuff when Jake's mom arrives and it's an inconsequential scene, so I'm just going to kind of just run past this because this movie is already long enough. Anyways, they talk. Mom says, thank you. Jean Roque is like, cool, I guess I'm his daddy now. So over with Evan Peters at this coffee shop, Evan Peters gets a text. The beatdown is tomorrow night. He tells Jake, but he's like, I'm not going to fight at the beatdown because that's what Ryan wants. I'm sorry, Jeffrey Dahmer. So... Jake and, <laughs> and Jeffrey Dahmer's like, it's all good. I have my own motel on the other side of town. <laughs> so Jake and Evan Peters go sit down with their girls. And, you know, Evan Peters tries to flirt by asking if Amber Heard's friend, if she plays Xbox. Cool. So back at Jake's apartment, you know, he's hanging out with Amber Heard. And, you know, she puts on his MMA gloves. You know, it's like, oh, like, look at what I'm going to do. Then just fucking punches Jake in the face and beats his ass. No, she, 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 she just puts him, she puts him in a rear naked choke and then just like starts punching him square in the nose. <laughs> and so she no, just, uh, she celebrates by taking shit on his bed. Oh my God. <laughs> 
So no, they don't do that. They do more of that cutesy flirting, you know, cutesy flight, cutesy fighting, you know, fucking blast double leg takedown by Jake and Jake mounts. You know, they, they, you know, they fucking like, you know, Jake, you know, gets on top of Amber Heard and there's fucking drops some elbows from a he, he does the he he does the he does the uh what is it the people's elbow or the three or the four five one nine or whatever Ray Mysterio does. Randy Savage style elbow drop from just the top of the apartment. Oh my god he does it's a two story elbow drop. <laughs> so okay away from this over at Ryan's mansion, he's working out while his dad's making margaritas for a bunch of high schoolers. And yes, he does look like the type of guy that would, you know, buy his high school son, you know, alcohol for a party and then maybe even serve it at that party because he looks like he peaked in high school. That is true. That is true. You know, they nailed the casting. He looks like a dad who peaked in high school. 100%. So Ryan's like smarking off at his dad and his dad gets in his face, you know, smacks him a little and you're like, oh, now Ryan being a douche makes a little more sense. So one of Ryan, so one of Ryan's friends, is like, "Yo, Jake bailed on the beatdown." Ryan's like, "You know what, what's going on?" And you know, people are like, "You know, talking a little shit." But then we go back outside the gym where Evan Peters is leaving, but Ryan drives up, asks if Jake won't get into the beatdowns. But anyways, you know, Ryan's like, he's past it. He's about to leave when he, you know, he um invites Evan Peters into his house and Evan Peters is like, oh yeah, sure. And you know, he hops into Ryan's car and just Yo, fucking leaves. Evan Peters has no self-preservation. He is the man is very obviously the enemy. He beat the crap out of Jake. The person who Evan Peters now is like just homies with. Like, and now the guy's Don't like guys do like boys hey. like this. Like, like he's like, he's like, that's your boy, man. Like, why you stick with your boy? And you go, no, no, you're no, we don't, we don't talk, man. We don't talk. That's all good. Go, you, you do your thing. We stay over here. We, we don't want to talk. But instead, he's like, well, hey there, friend, and just like a, like like a dumb kid or like a dog just sits there and wanders up and goes, sure. <laughs> So we go over to Ryan's house where Evan Peters is watching these guys hit pads. Evan Peters is offering insight. And like, you you know how this is going to go. Ryan fucking backhands Evan Peters then again and then beats Evan Peters ass. And everyone and, and like all like the, you know, five, six other people at this event just fucking watch it happen. So then back at Jake's apartment, Jake, Amber, her and Charlie are playing like a card game and it's all cute. But the doorbell rings. Jake answers people are running away from his apartment and he sees evan peters on the ground in a bloody pulp dude got his ass fucking beat so back at the gym jean roque still sees that evan's car is that uh, evan peters car is still there then we go to the hospital where the doctor reads the report on evan peters and you know they're checking on him and amber heard says something sensible like you know listen you need to call the police but jake takes his keys and jake is like i'm heading to the beat down amber heard says no don't do that <laughs> don't like, do it <laughs> you're not ready you walked away from that life <laughs> jake is like i need to get back into that life yes no, just when i was <laughs> out they bring me back in so he's like you know i want to defend my family you know from this happening so he's like he starts going back to the gym and john roke sees jake approach evan peter's car and he's like where is he and jake tells him what happened and the two then have a deep talk and john roke is like listen you do this I can't let you back into the gym. And Jake is like, you, you think I want to? I want to train, but I can't let them get away with this. And, you know, tells a story about his dad again because he let his dad go. Oh, my God. It's it's just I like that. I, my favorite thing about Jake and John Roke's relationship, because 
the the reason I love it is it's just because whenever Jake is pushed into a corner where like John Roke is like for very good reasons it's like hey you can't do that mm-hmm. Jake's defense mechanism with John Roke is to trauma dump yeah. It's not to go, okay, well, let's understand this and let's give context and then arrive at a, at a mutually agreed upon sort conversation. of conversation. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, let's, let's talk like an adult. It's, ahem, I don't know if you heard me the first time, but my dad is dead. And you're like, oh, all right, bud. Good to see that that's the, that's the fallback. All right. Okay. Okay. Cool. Weird. But all right. He just always defers back to, and my dad. <laughs> Exactly. Literally, literally, there's nothing past it. It's just, but um, my dad's dead, and you're like, okay, man. But Jake then goes in and points out, like about Jean Roque. He's like, well, if you could go back and stop that guy from shooting oh. your brother, I'm like, dude, dude, but low blow, ooh, low, bad, ooh, bad, ooh. low blow. First, first you insult his his housing situation. Now you're to talk about his. Now you're talking about his brother, who he like told you in confidence. Ooh, that's a that's a tough look, man. That's a tough look. So, you know, it's all deep. And then Jake is like, sometimes fighting is about doing the thing you don't want to do. Like Jean Roque facing his father. And, you know, Jake is like, win, lose. It makes no difference. It ends. And Jean Roque, he's finally understands. Like, no matter what happens, control your outcome. So Jake goes and he packs his bag at his apartment to the sounds of Kanye West and Daft Punk's stronger. (laughs) And it's as he... (laughs) He sees him. You you see Jake as he's like zipping up to Kanye West stronger, and you see him walk to walk to the beatdown, and and the camera makes sure to pan over, and you see a mezuzah and a star of David as he walks into Kanye West. <laughs> so you know, and he puts on his dad's old shirt, and his mom sees this, and she lets her son literally walk out of the apartment, ready to fight to go Dude, to the she, motherfucking. Dad. Down. She doesn't even stop him. She just goes. She goes. Kick his ass, sweetheart. <laughs> like that's the familial like, support that y'all that we need. Yeah, it's there's that's right, not, go, go like, beat that like, man's ass, honey. Yeah, exactly. There's no. There's no like. There's no like. Let's try and solve this like normal fucking people. It's, it's just she's like she's like kick his ass, sweetie. And you're like, all right, mom. Weird, weird energy here, but okay. <laughs> so Jake enters the this fight. You know, the venue is like fucking packed too. It's like a club. They got a DJ, an MC. Like everything is just fucking packed. Now in the club, they lay out some mats, and you know, two guys are to fight. You know. Some guy reads the rules while Jake watches. And, you know, these what, you know, I assume are supposed to be teenagers, but look fucking 35. And, you know, we see one of these guys get knocked out. Jake goes to check in. He's ready to fight. And Ryan enters for his fight, too. And I shit you not, this was a bit before. Ryan walks out to, like, a fucking new metal remix of Soldier Boy. Crank oh, my that. God. It's it is. It's so bad. It is, it is, you know what? We we do rag on a lot of new metal, but there is genuinely some good new metal. I know that is a surprising phrase that came out of my mouth, but it does exist. It does. Oh my god, alive. This is awful. This is terrible. It's like that, it's like that a song. This is a, the example of a song that's so bad it's good. <laughs> it's it's just like you're just sitting there left going, why? 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 Why did you do this to Soldier Boy? 
<laughs> tell him. So Jake is like about to go fight Ryan. Like we're already getting it like this early. Except it's not uh, Jake Tyler. It's some guy named Taylor. Oh, no. They fooled us. It was a fucking bait and switch, which, oh, my God. I sat there and just, I just saw that. And I was like, initially, I saw the two were going out immediately. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. I was like, we're, I was like, I'd be interested to see how they do this when it's like the two of them go. And they're like, oh, no, it's a bait and switch. Ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, I'm not surprised. But like, God damn it. So we get another fucking montage to the sounds of slam of the slam by Toby Mac. Like Ryan's beating ass. Jake does good in his fights too. He beats a guy with a knee bar and Ryan knocks out a guy doing capoeira with one punch, which I don't know if you guys have seen that clip that was like big years ago, like where it was from like the, from like the audience and people and like the caption was like, Oh, look, check out this Marine knock out a flashy martial artist. It was actually a clip from this movie that people thought were legit. That thought was that's, legit. oh my god, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> so Jake, so Jake is about to get beat, but reverses it and fights a guy with tattoos that fucking looks thirty seven. Which at this point during the beatdown, I was like, okay, either everyone is in high school, or Jake, who is in high school, a literal fucking child, is fighting grown men it's it's so it's it might <laughs> see you dove deep into it and now either way you slice it it's it's a weird look it's a weird look <laughs> either either it's all kids fighting it's all kids fighting and that leads into a whole host of questions like how did they afford this place how did they organize it so clearly why is there such a high production value or it's like He's fighting grown-ups, which is like, which also brings up the host of questions, which is like, how? How? <laughs> he's like, he's not, what? He's not in the UFC. How is he winning? Because, <laughs> you know, he's he's got spirit and heart. And I yeah. S- yeah, 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 exactly. Spirit. Yeah, you can see a lot of spirit and heart and play in like a lot of those, like a lot of these UFC matches that go on. So now Jake is fighting this guy named Doc Ho that delivers a, a picture perfect spinning sidekick to the ribs, which does some damage. It's not looking good mm-hmm. for Jake, who takes him down. Now, Doc gets Jake in a leg lock, but he's able to spin around and reverse it to get him in a triangle choke. Jake wins, but he's worse for the wear. So he goes back to this like fucking kitchen area where he's able to like ice pack and tend his wounds. The MC goes to check on Jake that leaves, uh, then leaves. But then Amber Heard comes by to check in on Jake. And, you know, they have more cutesy fucking dialogue. Oh, yeah. And apparently no one from Evan Peters family showed up. And Amber Heard, like, he, she gets why that, Jake fights now and gives him words. That was so weird. That was so fucking, that was such a weird little bit. She was like, oh, my God, are you, is your... <laughs> is your like family parents gonna come and everybody's like nope no it's like you got your ass kicked in her in the <laughs> hospital what do you mean no like <laughs> like is really you're parents- gonna swing by <laughs> yeah exactly i was like i was like is this like is this like a they're super busy so like the nanny comes by like what's the what's what's the vibe right now what's the vibe like <laughs> this is weird so in the semifinals, ryan can't seem to finish this guy that he's fighting so he gouges the eyes, but nobody sees it. And long story short, Ryan wins. 
except the ref goes to check on his opponent, but Ryan gets disqualified for eye gouging. His opponent, Villa, moves on to the next round, and everyone's booing, you know, oh, boo, Ryan's the worst. So then we go to Jake's fight. He's facing some guy named Tommy. I don't, fu- I don't, I don't fucking know if that's his real name or not. Who does have a sick mohawk, by the way. Got to give credit where credit is due. He does. Cra- yeah, no, it's a badass mohawk. <laughs> so Jake sees that Ryan is no longer in the tournament, and he's like, Oh no, fuck this. And just taps out and just fucking gets his bag and leaves. <laughs> Most sensible moment in the entire night. He goes, oh, the reason I'm even doing this thing is disqualified. All right, cool. I'm out. And he just taps. I'm like, I'm like, finally. I was like, finally, you have like a fucking iota of sense. Like, So yeah, the, uh, the MC is like, okay, all right. I, I, I guess this is the final, you know, I'm pissed off. So Jake's starting to leave. Jake and Amber Heard are leaving when Ryan is like following behind them and stops them. And Jake is like, listen, I don't care about winning the beatdown. This was about me and you. I showed up. I'm here and ready. I thought you wanted spectators. Now you have nothing. So Ryan thinks for a second, then attacks Jake from behind. Cars start surrounding them. And oh, yeah, we're getting a motherfucking parking lot fight. Concrete tennis shoes and (laughs) MMA shorts. God, it's like God. It's like it's like a back on World Star in 2013. You're just like, yeah, good old fashioned parking lot beat down. (laughs) So news spreads to the inside. Everyone heads to the parking lot to see Jake versus Ryan. Now Ryan fucking slams Jake on concrete and delivers some good ground and pound, and we have some good fun MMA style fighting on concrete. And they kick with shoes on. And like the crowd's fucking cheering. Ryan hits the injured body of Jake. Ryan tackles Jake onto the hood of a car. Poor car owner. And then like Mm -hmm. attacks the ribs. Triangle choke on Ryan by Jake. But Ryan slams Jake on the hood of the car. Then onto the concrete. But Jake is still somehow fighting. Yeah, for some fucking reason, this this man with a rib injury is just like is like oh, I'm still in it. Like, <laughs> like he isn't just got not he isn't just like tapped out or immobilized now. Which I I feel like the movie's trying to tell us that Ryan might have like I don't know or uh, Jake might have cracked a rib. Which Mike, I don't know if you've ever had any rib injuries before, but uh, that shit no. like hurts i i uh, what i cannot breathe dude yeah exactly it's well that's the thing is like oh i haven't had a rib injury i've had a lot of bone injuries and it's not like one of those where it's like you're like owie let's work through this pain it's like your body is like we're done for the day (laughs) and you're like oh okay all right cool message received done like it's like it's so insane that like the movie is like oh yeah he has a rib injury and it's really obvious and it's debilitating but he can still fight through it you're like no you can't no the hell you can't not a rib injury so ryan's up sinking in a deep guillotine jake's about to lose he's losing consciousness and then he has visions of the people that are important in his life you know his his mom his brother amber heard evan peters Mike, and then has like yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just it's just it's just between all of these picturesque act actors and actresses, it's just me, just like just like there, just a thumbs up. <laughs> so then, like, then, but then through these visions, he remembers a technique from Jean Roque. He alligator rolls, then tosses Ryan onto the concrete, and then delivers a fucking beat down, which makes Amber Heard horny. So, <laughs> like, the crowd stands by. <laughs> You know, and like they're fighting. Jake remembers the combination that Jean Roque taught him. It's a jab, cross, 
hook. And then he delivers a fucking swift roundhouse kick to Ryan's head in shoes, knocking his ass out. Jake wins. Mm -hmm. Everybody cheers. Even fucking Evan Peters, who's in the hospital, sees the result in his flip phone and cheers. And Jake hugs Amber Heard. It's all smiles. So then the next day, Jake arrives at school with Evan Peters, you know, Jake makes eye contact with Ryan, and I guess they're just fucking cool now. Yeah, after they just nod, respect. They, it's, it's, they, now, now it's just the two of them look at each other, and you just see you just see Ryan just sort of look at him and just sort of just sort of just sort of acknowledges him by not, like nodding his head. And I'm like, oh, oh, we're cool now. Like there isn't like this like go fuck yourself. Like I'm not talking to you anymore. Energy. It's it's we're we're both cool. We're both cool. All right, sure, whatever whatever listen you really know somebody when you're done fighting with them so i i fuck i fucking guess man i fucking guess so then now okay like like he arrives everyone's happy and then at the gym jean roque packs up his stuff and heads back to brazil he closes up the gym for the first time in many years so then back at the school you know a girl a girl comes to check on evan peters and everyone's smiling you know jake hugs amber heard and it's happiness all around and yeah that's motherfucking never back down. Hell yeah, it is. Which I say hell yeah, but like if you go through like there is there's like so many montages, which are like hell yeah. But then everything else in between, you're just kind of like, OK, what's it's, we're kind of we're kind of getting we're kind of getting lost in the shuffle here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The movie gets lost in the sauce very fast. Mm hmm. Yeah, but but Mike, where, where do you where do you put this in your in your movie watching? Like, what movies would you pair this with that we've talked about, and in what order? Ooh, okay, all right, all right, all right. So I would pair this with. Hmm. Okay, so I would say if this this feels like a number two movie, this isn't mm-hmm. so bad that you need to be shit based and like only need pretty colors and someone dying. Like you can do like some base level of like plot but you're mostly there just to watch a big spectacle of some kind so this is definitely a number two movie i would probably pair this with let's say a honestly if we want to do if you want to there are two movies you could pair this with either the first one is kind of like a you have it involved in the bad movie night where it's uh the movie number one is like I would say radioactive dreams hmm. or like uh like a night to dismember, you know, something that's intense, it's got blood and really? all of that. Yeah, I, I see. I can't well, believe you didn't say no retreat, no surrender. Well, well, I was about to say, or Ooh. you can go in the opposite direction and have a fight night mm, and have no retreat, no surrender be the be the starter, and then have instead of a number three movie, you have two number twos, that being Mortal Kombat. Yay. And no, and never back down. Like just, you can just have a whole night of of fighting movie nights. Listen, we I know you and I easily can go into the bargain bin at Walmart and just find something Absolutely. to talk like some because I mean there are a lot of straight to DVD MMA movies like this. In fact, when I think of like an MMA movie, I pretty much like there is Warrior with Tom Hardy and um, mm-hmm. joel edgerton at like the top hell yeah great and then there's like everything you go a ways down and like I, I don't i don't know here comes the boom i don't fucking know <laughs> here comes 
It's just it's just you have you have Tom Hardy, Eco Elias, you have Tony Jaw, you have Kevin James. I don't know. It's 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 it's, like the way I view it is like the way I view like never back down and like stuff like I guess like Boyka as well is another one. Like Mm -hmm. it's all of these like all these MMA like Western movies like Warrior as well. They're kind of like it's kind of like they're spinoffs or like riffings of like the Southeast Asian martial arts movies like Ong Bak and The Raid. Mm-hmm. Like these movies that are like, like these movies are like intense and quite literally like the equivalent of John Wick, but mm-hmm. like Southeast Asian. And like these movies like Never Back Down and Warrior and such are just essentially copies of that. For better and worse, all at the same time. Or just, or they just like follow that boxing movie for the Rocky formula. That is, they they do. Mm-hmm. They all do follow the same carbon copy Rocky formula, where it's just he's a fighter, he gets his ass kicked, he works his way up, and he wins or loses, and then wins in the sequel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I could spend you know all day talking about MMA movies. We'll have to do. We'll have to talk about some more in here. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I had a fun oh, yeah. time with this one. Oh yeah, this was fun. So yeah, well, dude, I mean, guys, that does it for this episode of the Messed Up at Midnight podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You guys know the deal. And yeah, stay up to date with what we got going on. Mike, you got anything you want to say? Uh, Don't try and rationally solve your issues with talking and and, uh, constructive arguments and debates. Fight. You're first, you you should immediately default to fighting. That's always the safe and sensible option. You guys want to fight? (laughs) You all want to fight? (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you all next week. See you next week, everybody.